Here's the inbound pass. It goes to Miller. Miller is going to pull up from half court. Good! That's the game. Plymouth wins 57-54. No good at the horn, and that's win number 400 in the career for St. Paul head coach Mike Smith and win number six on the season for the St. Paul Flyers. And Thomas steps in front of that pass, steals it. She'll try a long two and gets it. Got it. Big shot. Two, and he's got the two with three seconds to go. And he's got him on his back. And Barnett wins. <laughs> <laughs> Wesson backing into the lane for the right. Turns, leans, fake, shoots below the foul line. Got it. Big fella going to work down there. DG will push it to the forecourt through the center circle. Garland drives by Sadoransky and scores. Darius Garland with some hippity hop to the hoop. Right wing to an open Riemann, and he knocks down the open three-pointer. Makes it 29-23. 15-10-5, dances his way into the end zone for a score. It's now time for the Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. The Locker Room Show is brought to you by Baldov's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, Bellevue Hospital, Domino's Pizza, The Village Drive-Thru in Milan, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Fisher Titus Medical Center, the Huron County Veterans Service Office, the Law Offices of Harwood and Niedermeyer, Noble Sports and Trophies, Norwalk Heating and Air, Stein Olson and Stang CPAs, Smiley Automotive, and Westside Sunoco on 95.3 WLKR. Good morning and welcome to the Locker Room Show. Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick here with you. 9.02 the time and 36 degrees on this December the 18th. One week from Christmas Day. Yeah, I got uh, about 99.9% of my Christmas shopping done. Just have one or two more things I need to get. But uh, I uh, was supposed to get some Christmas gifts this morning. Uh, went to Walmart and they restocked the uh, the sports card shelves. So instead of buying a Christmas gift, I bought a couple packs of basketball cards. So I kind of completely forgot about what, what was I was supposed to buy. Oh, yeah. You know what? I've been there before, yep. too. <laughs> All right. Got a great show planned for you here this morning. Going to talk uh, NASCAR truck series a little bit this morning. Going to talk uh, some high school basketball, of course. And some Cleveland Browns football this morning as well. But let's get things going here with our first guest of the day, Brett Seidel, the head basketball coach, of course, at South Central. They picked up a nice win last night over Crestview on the road, 59 to 40. And uh, good morning, coach. Congratulations on the win. Morning. Thank you. And uh, tell us how you got it done last night. What did you guys do well? Uh, I thought our perimeter really guarded there their perimeter very well our interior is very good and uh, they were hurting us in the first half and our pressure uh, on the perimeter in the second half really carried us well for you guys last night where's this win rank for you as far as the, a complete game for you and, and start to finish like is this one of your better wins of the season well i mean it's kind of like a gauge we haven't had a game versus a winning team yet, or a team with a winning record, I should say. So that kind of gauges where we're at, where we need to go, and, and that's it helped us to know that you know, we are possibly a contender. You guys going uh, through a kind of a you know uh, the meat of your schedule here. You got a big one coming up on Wednesday, Coach. 
Well, we got a big one tonight. Oh yeah, tonight too, a non-conference game. Tonight's the Lucas. And I, I'm not real happy with my AD right now. <laughs> and we got Chris Lucas and Western right before Christmas. I just still not happy about that gift. But at the same time, you know, Lucas is a team that uh, you may run in come tournament time. And, 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 of course, we've seen them in the past as well. And, and, and for you guys, you know, you're coming off a nice conference win, a Saturday night game, a non-conference opponent against Lucas. But uh, just kind of gauge just how important a game like this is for you guys. Well, it has tournament shooting implications. You know, that's the biggest thing. You know, I, I see is the top four teams in our district are – Unanimous as of right now, as far as record goes. So, you know, trying to move up in those CDs, whether you get a, a two seed or a three seed, it might have a big, you know, big implication on who you play in the sectional. So, I know tournaments are a long ways off, but you know, you get these games scheduled, and it's a district opponent, you got to come and, and hopefully come out on top, and that makes you up in the CDs. With us, Brett Seidel, head boys basketball coach at South Central. Uh, again, a big win at Crestview last night, 59 to 40. And, uh, do you feel, uh, your team is, you know, playing, uh, uh, you know, some of its better basketball right now? Uh, I know that was really your first, you know, winning, uh, record Hello. team that you placed. Are you there? Are you there, coach? I must have cut out or something. Are you there? <laughs> uh, coach, uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, what was I saying here? Uh, yeah, uh, you guys feel like you're playing uh, some of your best basketball r- right now uh, uh, with that test at Crestview of, uh, last night? Uh, I mean, I think we were solid in all phases. I think there's obviously I'm a coach. And I'm, there's, there's always room for improvement. We're trying to get better at every little, little detail. You definitely don't want to be playing your best basketball in December. <laughs> so we're, we're trying to get better. I, I feel like last night was a you know, good implication of, of what we can be. Um, we still didn't play perfect, but uh, definitely played very hard with energy. We were focused, and I thought we shared basketball, and we made some shots from the outside. Well, for you guys, you had a, you know, a, a pretty big uh, margin of victory against uh, against a good quality opponent, Crestview. Monrova really uh, did a nice job against, I think, you know, record-wise, maybe not the greatest, but I think Plymouth's uh, a talented team. And I think you know, kind of you guys and Monrova maybe uh, showed some separation from maybe the rest of the conference as far as maybe the middle of the pack goes. Do you kind of feel that? That a lot of basketball we played yet, there's no guarantees, but you think you know, the top three teams, you guys, Western and Monrova, are kind of really starting to show some separation? Yeah, I still think you got to play well every night in our league. You know, I think Mapleton, Plymouth, you know, those, those teams are in Crestview. They are they are teams you have to play well against, or, or you're going to get beat. Now, I do do think that uh, Monroeville and, and Western are different animals. You know, they they have experience, they have seniors, they have scoring. And you're well coached, so yeah, definitely a challenge at the top of our league. All right, Coach Seidel, we we thank you for joining us here this morning. Appreciate it. We'll go ahead and let you go, and uh, you and yours have a very merry Christmas. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. 
Brett Seidel, head boys basketball coach at South Central, and that that was an impressive win last night uh, against a you know pretty good uh, Crestview team. Yeah, I was I was interested to see how that uh, one played out. The fact that that South Central won doesn't necessarily surprise me. Winning about what 19 points in that one, and I think Crestview's a really good basketball team that had just one loss uh, going into that game last night, and, and you know for them to come out and win by 19, I know he it's a hard thing for me to say that you know we're that much better than the rest of the field or or us and a couple of our teams. You know he's not going to say that. You know, really, especially now early in the season, but I think it did show that, look, you beat a crashroot team by almost 20 points. You know, that's a good basketball team that you won, you know, by, you know, a large amount. I think that does show some separation. I think he kind of wanted that. It was just a, what a two point victory he had against Plymouth the game before. Again, no disrespect to Plymouth, uh, but that's a game that South Central should have won, struggled a bit. Come out, win by 19 against a good basketball team. I think, you know, he may not be the kind of guy that says, I'm feeling really good about my team right now, but I think he should. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. Uh, let's look at our scores from last night. Mentioning that one, South Central over Crestview, 59-40. to Also, Mapleton beat New London, 56-24. The game that we did last night, Western Reserve at St. Paul was Western, 69-42. to And Monroeville over Plymouth on a WLKR Classic last night, 54-18. to Holding Plymouth uh, to nine points in each half, uh, Monroeville. Uh, like you just said, uh, the teams are separating, I think, a little bit here. And uh, that that was uh, an impressive win by Monroeville. Yeah, I think Monroeville kind of had revenge on the minds because there's been some tough uh, tournament uh, losses to Plymouth these last few seasons. Of course, that one that was a little over a half-court shot, the buzzer for them to lose uh, a tournament game course at home as well. That was a tough one for them. So to me, they, I think they came out and had revenge on the mind and really wanted to show themselves that they are part of the elite group of the other teams, we talk about Western and South Central, and they did that again. I think Plymouth is a talented basketball team. I don't know how many wins they're going to have this year, or if they're going to score a lot of points, or or struggle in that end. But I think they're they're talented enough to compete with some good teams. Uh, but Monroe really just showed that they're the better team last night. And that was uh, pretty much all the boys basketball in the area last night out of the Firelands Conference. Uh, girls basketball last night it was all margareta over edison 83-29 this is the bay division uh huron over port clinton 57-24 and oak harbor a two point win at willard 50 to 48 girls sbc lake division was bellevue 55-32 the win over vermilion also perkins a win at tiffin columbian 46-23 and clyde defeated sandusky last night 55-34 so that's a look at your Scoreboard from last night, uh, Margareta, you know, playing some pretty good basketball in that one, and uh, Oak Harbor sneaking out a win at Willard, and then Bellevue in the Lake Division. Uh, they're, they're playing some pretty good basketball, you know, uh, the first year uh, w- without the Santoros for, for a, you know for a long time, and uh, playing some good basketball still. Uh, Bellevue still getting it done. Solid basketball team, that's for sure. You know, are they as elite as they have been? You know, that's, that's really tough because that bar was raised so high for that Bellevue program, but they're still talented and and still capable of of winning the conference. Still capable of of making a tournament run. Of course, Perkins in that Lake Division is a pretty good basketball team mm-hmm. as well. Norwalk's playing some good basketball in that conference, so it's more wide open now than it's been in a long time. But you still got to respect that Bellevue program. Yeah, Norwalk uh, had the night off last night, is why we didn't mention them. So there you go. Uh, coming up here today on WLKR, some girls basketball. We got Western Reserve hosting St. Paul. And, uh, that one has had a time change. So 1245 pregame, one o'clock for the tip off. We'll go ahead and take a break here in the locker room show. When we come back, we'll talk to Corey Santoro, the head basketball coach, of course, at Bellevue for the girls. And we'll talk about, uh, their season so far 
as well as uh, that matchup between the two Santoro sisters last weekend, uh, Kent State and Clarion University. So we'll talk about that coming up next here on The Locker Room Show. Stick around. If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, it's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. In Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air, and in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown Lennox dealerships. Lennox Heating and Air Conditioning Units deliver you the perfect temperature, efficiency, and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today. Remember how hard it used to be to buy a pre-owned vehicle? Well, for 16 years now, Smiley Automotive has been making car buying simple. If you still haven't experienced what Smiley Automotive can do for you, now is the time to do what thousands of others have done and go to Smiley Automotive in Norwalk. Still need more proof that Smiley Automotive is the best pre-owned dealership in our area? Think about how many dealerships have come and gone in 16 years. Smiley Automotive is still here and going stronger than ever. Online at SmileyAutomotive.com. Smiley Automotive, making car buying simple. Are you aware of any weekly tax law changes? Are you taking all the deductions you are entitled to? Are you confident that you don't owe any penalties or interest because of previous reporting errors? Steinolson and Stang CPAs have been serving the area for over 55 years, specializing in small business and individual tax filing, financial statement preparation, payroll preparation, and individual tax planning. Call Chris Stang or Todd Olson at Steinolson and Stang to discover the difference. Never underestimate the value of a CPA. Other food delivery apps charge surprise fees, but Domino's is giving away $50 million worth of surprise frees, like free pizza, lava cakes, or cheesy bread when you order delivery online. And we found some unique ways to get the word out. Like screaming it! We even called Paul Revere. Free lava cakes are coming! Order delivery online and you could get a surprise free from Domino's. No purchase necessary. Open U.S. residents 13 and up through 1922. Odds of winning are 1 in 14. See rules at surprisefreeze.domino's.com for free entry, blackout dates, restrictions, and details. By now, most of you are familiar with Noble Sports and Trophies in Norwalk. Dwight and the crew have been around since 1986. But do you know everything that they do? They do silkscreen printing, embroidery, heat press, vinyl cutting, custom designs, team wear, awards, scratch engraving, laser engraving, glass engraving, and add specialty items. Add all that to their 30 years of experience, and why would you go anywhere else but Noble Sports and Trophies? On 8 and a half East Seminary Street in Norwalk. We take pride in what you stand on. That's why your best choice is Baldust Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We do things the old-fashioned way with helpful people who know their floors, the best in carpet and luxury vinyl planking for home or business. And we'll clean your tile, grout, upholstery. We even do duct cleaning, and we always stand behind our work. Visit Baldust.com and find us on Facebook or East Main Street in downtown Norwalk. Baldust Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We take pride in what you stand on. The Locker Room Show continues with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. What is that? I painted my face. You painted your face? Yeah. Why? On 95.3 WLKR. Oh, you know, support the team. Oh, there you go. Let them know you're out there. This is the playoffs. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show, 9.15 the time. I'm Josh Bowman alongside Kevin Rasnick and 
Going to get into our next caller here in just a second. Want to remind listeners that this is the last show of the year as we will be off the next two weeks. Of course, Christmas and New Year's falling on a Saturday this year. So this will be the last show of 2021. So there you go. Now with us, Corey Santoro, head basketball coach for the girls at Bellevue. And welcome to the program, coach. Uh, how you doing on this Saturday morning? Good, good. We're just uh, finishing up practice. Uh, you guys last night, a uh, big win, uh, picking it up against Vermillion. Uh, tell us about that win and uh, kind of who stood out for you in that one. Um, yeah, last night was, was a nice win for us. Uh, Vermillion came in with 7-2 record. Um, you know, last night we played without, you know, our all-league player, Emma Bounder, suffered a, uh, an injury in our game Tuesday. Um, and, you know, we got uh, Molly Foose played very well for us and our, and our freshman Haley Reese led us 19 and Molly at 14 um they were number two girls who stood out but actually it was you know it was a good team win well let's kind of maybe summarize your season here a little bit and it's unfortunate to, you know, to hear about the injury and, and whatnot but uh you know for you just kind of talk about your season uh, what you like some of the things that's been going good for you some things you hope to improve on uh, as the season continues well you know we, we got a lot of young kids are playing right now um, you know, last night, we, you know, we had at one point had two freshmen on the floor playing together. Um, you know, we've struggled to shoot the ball this year, and that's something we're really, really uh, working on. This year, um, offensively, uh, you know, we struggle at times. Corey Santoro here with us, head basketball coach at Bellevue for the girls. And, uh, Coach, uh, who do you got next up on your schedule here before? You got a game before Christmas here? Yes, we do. We play we play tip tip and Tuesday. All right, best of luck in that one, Coach. I want to talk about uh, last weekend. Uh, your, your girls uh, playing in that college basketball game. Uh, uh, just kind of talk about that experience, uh, seeing them play against each other. And uh, I know I read the article, watched a little bit of the videos and everything. And uh, how cool was that? Oh, that that was you know a good experience. You know, especially for them. You know, it wasn't nothing that was planned. Uh, it was just something that happened. Um, you know, so, you know, anytime you can play against each other in college, uh, which don't ha- doesn't happen very often, it was a pretty special moment. You gotta imagine, you know, for you and your family, it's, uh, was a bit kind of nerve wracking, and, and I'm sure you guys, you know, weren't cheering for a specific team, but was it just kind of, you know, it's kind of hard on the nerves as a parent to watch that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird because someone's not going to be very happy right. <laughs> in the end. You know, you're rooting for both your daughters. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, unique, um, and special at the same time. Sure, I, I bet. And for you, obviously, you, you coached, uh, you know, your daughters and, and, uh, you know, was around, you know, Jalen when he played in, in high school and all that. And I'm curious, you know, for you watching your kids play or watching Jalen coach, uh, is it easy or hard to kind of take your coaching hat off and just watch as a parent and as a fan? Or is it, you still kind of keep that, uh, that coaching mentality, that coaching hat on and, and look at it from that perspective? Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, once you're a coach, you kind of watch the game differently than, you know, a lot of fans. You see a pile of things that you can pick apart that normal people don't pick out. But it's also kind of nice to sit back and relax and just right. focus on them and watch what they're doing. Corey Santoro here with us. And uh, uh, Casey, uh, well, she came to play in that one, a uh, triple-double, uh, setting some uh, school history there at Kent State. Yeah, it was uh First uh, triple double, men's or women's in the history. Um, you know, she, you know, she's got a lot of good teammates. You know, her teammates got to make the shots. Um, you know, and she's always, for being a small guard, she was always a very good rebounder for us. Um, and she's continued 
you know, to rebound in college. All right, Coach, we'll go ahead and let you go here. Thanks so much for giving us a few minutes this morning. And uh, to uh, you and your family, a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. You too, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, Corey Santoro, the head girls basketball coach at Bellevue. And uh, they're, they're playing pretty well, as he said, uh, their team this year uh, playing uh, good last night against Vermillion, picking up a nice about 20-point win last night and playing without uh, Emma Bollinger. And hopefully uh, she gets back to full health here real soon. Yeah, it's, he talks about playing a lot of young kids and a lot of freshmen, and, and he, he's not afraid to do that. So certainly his daughters played as, as, as ninth graders, and rightfully so. They were talented enough. and But he's always had a, a, a freshman or two or, or a sophomore, an underclassman, playing significant minutes for him uh, in big moments. And that's just part of, you know, he's had that, that luxury to have young, talented players. And, and you talk about players who, who play big minutes and big games as, as ninth and 10th graders. And, you know, when you see them as seniors and we can hear those names, there's a lot of those names who aren't a Santoro that's played big minutes as, as young kids and gone on to have great careers. And, and it sounds like he's got another uh, a batch of young kids uh, who's going to step up for him for the next four years. Yeah, and uh, pretty cool hearing that story, too, about, uh, you know, his daughters playing against each other last week. I saw a couple videos out of that, and they were uh, – one time there was a free-throw shooter there, and they were kind of jabbing at each other and, you know, elbowing each other in the around the half-court line. And one of them whispered something to the other one, and it was pretty funny. So check that out online if you want to see that. We'll go ahead and take a break here. We're going to have an early edition of the Sports Roundtable here since we have a few minutes here on the show. So we'll go ahead, take a little break here, and we'll get Mark Lane coming up here right after this on The Locker Room Show. Are you overpaying on your monthly car payment? Consider refinancing with Firelands Federal Credit Union. When you refinance an auto loan with Firelands Federal Credit Union, a team of financial professionals work to help you lower your interest rate, decrease your monthly payment, or pay off your auto loan faster. Plus, now through December 31st, when you schedule ahead online and refinance an auto loan, Firelands Federal Credit Union will make your first auto loan payment and you'll receive a $150 gas card. Schedule ahead today at firelandsfcu.org or call 800-276-5775. Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel and proud to serve your community. Whether you need to fill your tank up or fill your belly with a cup of coffee, energy drink, or snack to get you through the day, it's safe to say Westside Sunoco has you covered. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course the student athletes for your success. Everyone from Westside Sunoco will be cheering you on. Teamwork, discipline, and responsibility all go a long way in preparing today's student-athlete for the years after high school graduation. The Law Office of Harwood Niedermeyer encourages you to support high school athletics and the lessons it can teach. Also, please support the academic and music boosters. This message is a service of the Law Offices of Harwood Niedermeyer, 111 Myrtle Avenue, downtown Willard. Call 419-935-0171. He's a man. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Such a man. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane, with the Sports Roundtable. 
Mark joins Josh and Kevin to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns, and Buckeyes, as well as what he is grilling for dinner. The Sports Roundtable and the Locker Room Show begins now. All right, folks, back here on the Locker Room Show. Time for the Sports Roundtable. And with us, Mark Lane, of course. And, Mark, just a week to Christmas. And you, you sounded like, uh, as we were uh, listening to the commercials there, you sounded like you were, you, you were pretty ready for Christmas. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, all of us guys out there have, have kids in us. I mean, Kevin mentioned that when he went to go Christmas shopping and ended up at the sports cards. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up with the sports cards last night, too, at the uh, Walmart in Norwalk. <laughs> Same thing with me uh, on the way home. Go figure. Anyhow, Mark, uh, there is plenty to talk about. Uh, where, where should we start? I'll let you pick the topic. Well, I, I, I just uh, a quick uh, refresher uh, as far as high school wrestling goes. The uh, Edison Chargers are over at the Prickers Duels, which is a big dual meet tournament uh, in Archibald and. uh the uh, Norwalk Truckers are over at the Galleon Invitational, and there's going to be some other tournaments here over the holidays because we aren't going to talk until next year. <laughs> yeah, and uh, a lot of uh, talented wrestlers, of course, around the area. How, how has this season started in terms, uh, Mark, uh, of the uh, local talent? We have we have uh, a lot of uh, returning wrestlers that are there, uh, you know, doing uh, doing well. And of course, this is kind of the grind right now. Uh, you know, into January is when everything will get real hot and heavy because the tournaments start in February. But, uh, uh, a lot of young kids, you know, some, some freshmen that are in. And, uh, I, I think I'm going to have a lot of interesting names to talk about come February when, when we get into the uh, state tournament. Well, for uh, for uh, college football fans, uh, we're going to have uh, a bowl season here coming up. And the number one recruit uh, going to Jackson State, a historically black uh, college university. That's kind of a big wave and uh, a lot of moving pieces and parts, coaches changing jobs in college football. It's just uh, an interesting time right now uh, for, for college football. Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. And uh, I, I kicked um, my uh, college football up officially at noon yesterday, uh, uh, you know, watching the Bahamas Bowl with uh, uh, University of Toledo, which uh, they didn't fare quite as well as they should. But yeah, a lot, a lot of, a lot of shaking up. Uh, you know, with uh, you know Notre Dame's coach leaving, and you know coaches moving all over the place, and uh, and then uh, you know, of course, uh, you had Urban Meyer get fired by Jacksonville this week as well. Yeah, what do you think the future holds uh, for Urban Meyer? I don't, you know, I, I just don't know if there's any future right now. You know, maybe uh, maybe in a couple of years, but after that whole fiasco, I, I think if I was Urban, I, I think I'd just take a little hiatus. Hard to say. You know, eventually there's going to be some college program with an AD going to try and make a name for himself. But uh, you hear, I was you know, on Twitter when, when this was going down, Michigan fans saying that Ohio State's going to bring him back in some capacity <laughs> as an advisor or this, that, or the other. And if I'm Ohio State... You know, I'm not, uh, what is the, 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 the Grinch? I wouldn't touch him with a 37 and a half foot pole or whatever yeah. it is. I wouldn't touch him with a 37 mile pole at this point if I'm Ohio State. Oh, I, I, I agree with you, Kevin. I, I don't think 
you know, Ryan Day has has, has really done a, a you know a great job at Ohio State, and uh, you know he's he's in the culture now, and uh, you know I think the Ohio State uh, job right now, you know, it, it's going to be Ryan Day's, uh, you know, for the foreseeable future. Uh, you know, the only way that he's going to leave is is if he would have some aspirations to to go to the NFL, and and I'm just not seeing that right now. Mark Lane Sports Roundtable here on the Locker Room Show. And, uh, Mark, we're going to talk some uh, more Browns with Scott Petrick coming up here before we get out of here. But uh, what are your thoughts on this whole thing with the Browns and the COVID issues and uh, the game being moved to Monday? That's just, It's just a mess. And, you know, it, it's, it's really affected the Browns and the Rams and uh, I think maybe a Washington uh, football team involved with it. But... Uh, you know, it's it's just uh, you know it's a problem with the NFL right now. They've got to figure out what you know what 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 they're what they're going to do. But uh, uh, you know the 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 good thing is, I guess that they they I really didn't think they were going to push the game back, but uh, they did relinquish, and so the Browns now are going to play on Monday, and so uh, hopefully they'll have a few more players to to feel the team, but. This, this is true in all sports too. You know, uh, the the Blue Jackets were supposed to play Calgary tonight, and they're not going to have that game because Calgary can't uh, field a hockey team right now. <laughs> no, they can't. And uh, in the NBA, what the Chicago Bulls, I believe, have uh, had some issues as well with COVID, and uh, yeah, so uh, that's what's going on there. Uh, uh, Mark, uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, let's talk about uh, the five o'clock start. For the Browns, well, what do you think about that? Some Monday early evening football, perhaps? Yeah, that's 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 a little a little strange, uh, you know. And then they're going to have two games on Tuesday, uh, so you know that's going to be interesting. Of course, now you're going to you're going to have bowl games every 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 day too, you know, uh, with the bowl season starting in college. So you know we're we're going to have a lot of football to watch here in the next couple of weeks and. And, and and then then it's going to be uh, just down to you know uh, uh, watching the NFL playoffs. Yeah, I don't mind the five o'clock uh, getting to bed at a decent hour, Josh. You know more so than myself. <laughs> I have to be here way earlier than I have to be in the mornings. But that early start time sounds great. Uh, I wish they'd make this a, a tradition a five o'clock Monday night game every week. <laughs> well, you know if you're going to play a night game, you know <laughs> I I guess you're you're right about that. And and in the holiday season, but. You know that is going to affect a lot of a lot of the fans. You know, especially uh, if somebody was coming from out of town, or uh, you know, with uh, you know, if anybody's uh, you know working right now. But uh, either way, I'm just happy that the the Browns have a chance of maybe having a little more talent on the field when they play on Monday. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, Mark, uh, we'll go ahead and let you go. Of course, as we mentioned, this is the last show of the year, so we'll talk to you next year. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, guys. Uh, you know, we we had a pretty good good year, and uh, you and, and Erica and, and your family, and of course Kevin and his family, uh, have a have a merry Christmas and uh, a prosperous New Year. And we'll we'll talk to you in January. Sounds good, Mark. Same to you and yours as well. And we'll go ahead and let Mark Lane go there, and that'll do it for the sports roundtable. We'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little NASCAR Truck Series. They had a big event. If you didn't know, a NASCAR Truck Series team is based in Sandusky, Thor Sport Racing. They opened up their facility to the public. 
this past week, uh, Wednesday, I had a chance to talk to the NASCAR Truck Series champion, Ben Rhodes. And we'll hear that conversation coming up after this break here. And also Scott Petrick on the way from the Chronicle Telegram to talk Browns. And we'll have our Domino's trivia question. And it's a little bit of a brain buster today. It's a tricky one. I had no idea the answer, so I had to look it up. So it's a tough one. So we'll talk all about that right after this break here on The Locker Room Show. Stick around. Rubio in the lane to Allen. Allen under the basket. Pow! With the right hand. And a foul to go with it. Love. Holding a ball above his head. Three ball. Good! Well, here in the second half, it's a whole lot of love. Our next Cavaliers broadcast on 95.3 WLKR comes your way tonight as the Cavs visit Milwaukee. Pre-game coverage gets underway at 8.30. Tip-off at 9 o'clock. Monroeville's home of the Cavs, 95.3 WLKR. The Bellevue Hospital extends best wishes, good health, and success to all area student-athletes. The athlete's choice to be active, play hard, keep fit, and work to be on top of their games sets a great example for all of us to make healthy choices. And the Bellevue Hospital is the right choice for all of your health care needs. Visit them online at BellevueHospital.com or follow them on Facebook. The Bellevue Hospital, quality care close to home for over 100 years. Join us this Saturday afternoon for live girls high school basketball on 95.3 WLKR. We'll bring you a Firelands Conference matchup as Western Reserve hosts St. Paul. Coverage begins with pregame at 12.45 with tip-off at 1 o'clock. Again, St. Paul at Western Reserve in girls high school hoops this afternoon on your sports voice of the Firelands. 95.3 WLKR. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep. You're listening to The Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. You're talking to the Rolex-wearing, diamond ring-wearing, kiss-stealing, woo-wheeling-dealing, limousine-like, jet-flying, son of a gun. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on 95.3 WLKR. Woo! Back here in the locker room show, Josh Bowman here with you, and we're at Thor Sport Racing in Sandusky, and with the champion, Ben Rhodes, right now of the Truck Series, the Camping World Truck Series, of course, and this is your seventh full season, I, I see here, in the trucks, and you're just a young guy. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you know, I've been racing here at Thor Sport since, gosh, 2016, so... Yeah, I've been I've been going at it for a while, trying to get this championship for many many years, and finally, through all the journey, here we are. You know, 2021, we got it done. We got the parade, we got the open house, we got a lot of people here today, and it's just been an absolute blast to just live it up and enjoy. Because look, it's it's like you just heard it. I, it's been a long time coming, and um, you don't know when the next one's gonna be. I hope it's a year from now, and we're celebrating again, but you just don't know. And to me, this is the culmination of, you know, racing since I was seven years old, six years old, of all that time just, you know, grinding it out and, and just trying to learn and be a student of the sport. And we got a lot of cool people behind us, right? We got a lot of cool sponsors and a lot of um, awesomeness here in Sandusky, Ohio that needs to be recognized, and this is a perfect way to do it. 
Yeah, for sure. And of course, uh, you being the champion this season and talk, you talked about it a little bit there, but what, what does it really mean to you to be called champion here of 2021? Well, you know, it's, it's not just like the validation of, 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 you know, getting that accomplishment, but it's, it's more, it's more than that. To me, it's, it's almost like I'm living in a different world now. Like then when the checkered flag fell, I'm, I'm kind of in this dream world where, you know, my very first NASCAR race I ever watched was the NASCAR Kingdom World Truck Series at Kentucky Speedway, my home track. And it's like I'm looking down at those race trucks, and it's like I'm you, but not, I'm me. And, you know, it's all come full circle. I was the kid in the stands that was, you know, participating in all these types of activities, and now it's just full circle for me. And I don't know, it's 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 very strange to experience something like that, but also so rewarding and meaningful. Um, and I just hope that, you know, at the end of the day, that yeah the accomplishment is nice the the validation is nice but i know that at the end of the day now you know it allows me to grow as a person and 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 take all this in as as the cool experiences they are but you know i need to make sure that i've got this experience i need to try to pay it forward and and help other people that are that are coming into the sport and especially my new i've got new teammates this year i've got you know ty majeski try to help him out how i can he's got a lot of experience but um he's building that experience resume on on the truck series so whatever i can do to help there and obviously um christian is and um a lot of good drivers but i just try to be a good teammate and i think the championship validates that uh talking right now with ben rhodes here nascar uh, camping world truck series champion for this season and uh you mentioned you grew up in uh, louisville kentucky area that's, that's not too far from here is it uh no. I'm, I'm not i know it's not right next door but not too far it's not too far i'm up here i'm here in sandusky about every other week i make the trip I, it's maybe five to six hour trip going up 75 north depending on how you hit the traffic <laughs> cincinnati man i you know i don't know if you all claim cincinnati is part of ohio but we whew, kentucky does not claim that northern kentucky they, they do not cincinnati do they. <laughs> area either that we who going through that is a nightmare sometimes and you know i i love all kentucky but northern kentucky i just don't know about i'm going through that area you know every week every other week and it wears me out. Sometimes it's a six-hour trip. Sometimes it's a five-hour trip. You just don't know what you'll get. <laughs> um, you're meeting your fans here today, and I know you do that a lot with the truck series, you know, at the races, things like that. Well, what does it mean to, you know, stop and talk to some of your fans, uh, sign some autographs? Yeah, look, it means a lot because we haven't been able to do it in forever. I mean, since COVID came about in 2020, we haven't had an autograph session since. So, you know, they can't just get that at the racetrack now. Um, I mean, they can go to the racetracks now, but unless they catch me, you know, going from a parking lot to another, there's no organized <laughs> event for them to go to. So this is really it for, for our Sandusky people, our local area here. And you know what? We don't have a we don't have NASCAR Truck Series races in Sandusky. You know, it's not like we get to run at the Speedway here. Um, so, yeah. This is the way to do it, you know. Open, open house. We brought the trophy back. Let's have some fun. <laughs> That's a nice looking trophy, by the way. It's a nice looking trophy. Yeah, I was telling somebody that um, it's a nice looking trophy. I think everybody, we need to make it like the Stanley Cup, and all of our guys get a little fun with it. <laughs> I white, like that. White gloves. We'll carry it around and polish it up and <laughs> take it out to events. Yeah. You, you you follow any other sports? You mentioned the Stanley Cup there. Well, I've increasingly been getting into that the more time I spent here at Thor Sport. The people here at Thor Sport are big hockey fans. Are they? Yeah, they are. A lot of a lot of big hockey fans here. So um, I've been taught. I, I'm, I'm getting taught. Uh, I'm learning, and I'm know what team I should pull for. Um, so that's all good. 
I don't have experience in a lot of other sports outside of racing, so you know they've really broadened my horizons here. And before I let you go, you, you race because you like it, of course, and it's it's a lot of fun, I'm sure, for you. Just uh, your your roots in racing. How did that all get started? Yeah, so I started actually racing go karts um, when I was seven, six years old, way way back then. And um, my brother started first. I watched him. I was like, that looks fun. <laughs> My dad ended up getting me this go-kart. Definitely was not new. I mean, it was rough. But it was new to me, okay? So it was the world to me. And I go to the first race. I get run over. I'm dragging the, the leader across the start-finish line. He's lapping me multiple times at this point. <laughs> I'm just having – I'm straight up not having a good time. And I was too scared to tell my dad that I didn't want to race anymore after the first race uh, then, you know, to continue on because he just bought this go-kart. He's going to kick my butt. And I'm like, I just got my butt kicked by these other people. I'm done with the butt kicking today. So, uh, it didn't start out well, but then after that, it started clicking. We started getting a bunch of wins at go-karts. We, we won in legends and bandoleros and late models and Arca and everything we were in, we were finding ways to win. Right. So it's been a journey, but I've, I've gone up the ladder, um, through kind of the, the asphalt pavement short track side, I know some people do it a little different and go different ways, but that was the way that we found and the way that opportunities opened up for us. And thankful for that, though, you know, because there's no set path for NASCAR. No, no, there really isn't. And uh, before I let you go here, uh, NASCAR, uh, the truck series, the Campanella truck series, going to race in Ohio next year at Mid-Ohio. What do you know about that track there? I love it. Um, so Mid-Ohio is, okay, it's narrow. I'll give it that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a sports car track, but... That makes it interesting when you get these big trucks out there. You know, I, I raced it actually in the Xfinity Series back in 2015 uh, when I was with Junior Motorsports at that time. So I've got experience there. I'm comfortable with the racetrack. I know it's very, very treacherous. You can end up in the kitty litter slash sand trap before you even can think about it. It just it happens fast. Um, so, you know, attrition is going to be something to battle with and... You know, just taking care of your stuff, like any road course. But, you know, mid-Ohio, it, it was treacherous. So I'm just happy that we got another home track. Eldora went away, and now we got mid-Ohio. So Thor Sports home race, I'm all for it. <laughs> all right, thanks for joining us, Ben. It's been a pleasure, and best of luck uh, in, in your future endeavors here with Thor Sport. Yeah, thank you. Hope to be back doing this very thing again next year with another championship trophy. All right there, Ben Rhodes uh, joined me on Wednesday there. Uh, just a youngin', just 24 years old, but his seventh season in the truck series, and he's been going since he was 17 and been uh, racing like those go-karts since he was, what, seven, eight years old. So, uh, uh, like he said, there's no true path to NASCAR in terms of uh, how, how you get there, but uh, I think racing at the age of, uh, you know, six, seven, eight years old, it, it's going to help you get there. <clears throat> That's probably a, a common thread with a lot of these racers, and you see that uh, when they do backstories on these guys. Oh, I started, you know, my dad gave me a, a go-kart or this, that, or the other, and that's where it starts, you know, just like shooting a basketball, you know, in your in your backyard or, or whatever it is, mm -hmm. playing catch. It, it all starts, uh, you know, at a very young age. So there you go. I had a pleasure, had a, a good time. Uh, it, was, it was my pleasure to have uh, Ben Rhodes joining us uh, from Sandusky the other night. And they opened up their facility. <clears throat> I walked around, did a nice tour of the building, uh, met some other drivers, and uh, saw the transporters, all the different kinds of trucks, cars, everything that they run there. And that race, if you're interested, folks, uh, Mid-Ohio is going to host that truck series race for NASCAR in June of next year. So if you want to check that out, uh, not too far down the road in Lexington, in the Lexington area. So there you go. We'll take a break here, folks. 
When we come back, we're going to talk some Cleveland Browns football with Scott Petrick. Lots to talk about there. We'll also have our Domino's trivia question on the way as well. Excuse me, on the way as well. Coming up next here on The Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Caring, innovative. These are just a few of the words that our patients use to describe their experience at Fisher Titus Medical Center. Every day, our staff strives to treat each of our patients as if they were one of our own, like Fisher Titus family. At Fisher Titus, we're proud to offer our community a wide range of services, from pediatrics to senior care, ensuring you get the right care right here in your own community. We are here for you. We are Fisher Titus Medical Center. To find a location near you, visit fishertitus.org. This is Matt from the Huron County Veteran Service Office in Norwalk. I wanted to take some time to let you know about what we do. We provide transportation, whether it be for doctor's visits or for other reasons. We make filing claims with the VA easier for veterans and their families. And the best part, our services are free. We have service officers available to start investigating your claims and answer any questions you have along the way. Just give our office a call at 419-668-4150. Again, 419-668-4150. We would love to assist you. 36-month leases, zero due at signing, 10K miles a year, plus tax, title, registration, and doc fee. No security deposit ends 12-31-21. The Big Finish sales event is going on now at Ken Ganley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Norwalk and Sandusky's highest volume local dealer and surrounding counties. Keep your cash in your pocket and just sign and drive any new Ram with absolutely zero due at signing. Just listen to these examples of our incredible deals. Sign and drive a new 2022 Ram Crew Cab. Three $3.99 a month, zero to its signing. Sign and drive. A new 2022 Ram Quadcast. $2.99 a month, zero to its signing. You heard right. Just $2.99 a month for a Ram Quadcast with absolutely zero to its signing. And if you're looking for the new Jeep Grand Cherokee L, we've got them at Ken Ganley, your number one hometown country dealer. Take Turnpike Exit 118, 250 South to 226 Milan Avenue, Norwalk. Ken Ganley, Chrysler, Dodge Jeep Ram.com. Wearing a safety belt is the easiest thing you can do to protect yourself, your family, and your friends. That is why the Ohio State Highway Patrol encourages all motorists to buckle up. This is Trooper Liz Grable of the Ohio State Highway Patrol's Milan Post. Since 2016, 59% of people killed on Ohio's roadways were not wearing a safety belt. It's simple. Safety belts save lives and reduce injury crashes. Remember, buckle up every trip, every time. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Ohio. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The Locker Room Show continues on 95.3 WLKR. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. All 
right, folks, welcome back here to the Locker Room Show. It's 947, 36 degrees outside right now. Josh Bowman here, joined by Kevin Rasnick. Of course, our last show of 2021. We'll be off the next two Saturdays and be back at it uh, the following Saturday. The first uh, uh, show of 2022 will be on January the 8th, so uh, we'll be back then. And with us right now, Scott Petrick from uh, brownzone.com, Chronicle Telegram. Uh, thanks for joining us, Scott. Another uh, busy time for the Browns in uh, good, bad, whatever you want to call it. Uh, uh, it's, it's been a busy time. Yeah, it's been a crazy week. And I think it would uh, qualify as bad. There's so many guys on the <laughs> COVID list. Um, game postponed, a lot of uncertainty for sure. Yeah, I want to get your thoughts on uh, the game moving. Uh, obviously, it uh, gives a chance for uh, uh, guys to get healthy and get back in there. Uh, well, what do you think about the adjustment to the schedule? Yeah, I'm, my first reaction is I'm surprised because the league was adamant that they weren't going to move games, including Thursday night, right, when the Browns had up to, I don't know what the number was by then, 22, something like that, mm-hmm. on the COVID list. But I think there's some pressure from the NFLPA to move the game. I think there's a lot of reaction on social media that was suggesting they should move the game, and the NFL decided it should move three of them, not just the Browns game. And part of it, and the reason they cited, was the Omicron variant going through buildings, and they're adjusting to that and trying to, you know, figure out ways to prevent the spread and get more guys healthy. From the Browns' perspective, you know, I don't know how many guys will be able to come back from the COVID list. There's a potential that some guys will. Um, I wouldn't think it would be a huge number, but even if you get a couple of key guys back, that would be big. Plus, you have so many new bodies, whether or not they're guys from practice squad they're going to have to play or guys that they signed within the last couple of days, that having another practice today and a couple more days to prepare in virtual meetings, I think it gives the Browns a better chance than if they had had to play today. Of course, Raiders ownership you know, saying it's, they're at a disadvantage competitively, and I know the Raiders fans and Raiders players are, are, are disappointed that it that it was moved. And you know, I don't know if, if this was the other way around. Browns fans probably would feel the same way, but I don't know if the NFL was in a situation where they can make it fair for everybody. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And yeah, there's always going to be somebody frustrated, unless both teams are dealing with it, right? But the Raiders don't have anybody on their COVID list, so I get the frustration there. Um, you know, Mark Davis, the owner, was complaining that now they would have a short week. They play Monday and then they play Sunday. Well, the Browns are going to play Monday and then go to Green Bay on Saturday right. for that Christmas game. So, you know, it doesn't make sense. You're saying, well, why don't the Browns fly to Las Vegas? That doesn't make sense. So, you know, the fact that it was three games means it's not just a special arrangement for the Browns. And I think it does make sense. Scott Patrick uh, here with us from the Chronicle Telegram, brownzone.com. And uh, in terms of, uh, I know it's tough right now to say what the game's going to be like. Uh, Monday, 5 o'clock comes, uh, who's going to be available. Uh, just uh, give, give the fans a little scouting report, though, on the Raiders, because, uh, you know, they, uh, they uh, like you said, nobody on the COVID list. Uh, to Tell us a little bit about what the Raiders bring. Yeah, um, they've been dealing with some stuff. I think they've lost five out of six. Um you know, they had the issue with John Gruden, right? The emails. He winds up resigning slash getting fired. Um, they had, you know, the receiver, Henry Ruggs, was in, involved in a fatal DUI um, in the middle of the season. That's difficult. I mean, obviously, it's tragic. But then from a football perspective, it's difficult for the team to deal with that, not only as a player, but just all the emotions that go with that. 
so they've been struggling. Um, their Pro Bowl tight end, Darren Waller, was ruled out. Now, I don't know if that changes with a couple more days. He hasn't played in a little bit. He's got knee and back injuries. Um, if he's not there, that's a big break for the Browns because he's a really good player. Um, so then you focus on Derek Carr, the quarterback. He's, he's good. He throws it a lot. I like him as a quarterback. They have Hunter Renfro, the slot receiver, has three straight games with eight catches, at least eight catches on 100 yards. And the Browns don't really know who's going to play slot cornerback, so that's a tough matchup. They need to figure out a way to contain him. And then on the other side of the ball, it's their defensive ends. They have Max Crosby and Yannick and Gakaway, and they're really good pass rushing ends. They don't blitz much. They rely on those guys to get pressure. And as it is, as it is right now, James Hudson III will play right tackle. Well, he's going to play right tackle regardless because Jack Cockrum's done for the season. But then it would be Blake Hans at left tackle because Jedrick Wills Jr. is on the COVID list. So you got two raw tackles, backup tackles, trying to, you know, keep whoever's playing quarterback protected from those um, really good defensive ends. I got to ask, and you've been around the Browns for 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 a long time now, and and I don't believe in curses, and, and people are saying the NFL bent over backwards for the Browns. I don't. I to me, it's just I don't. I mean, if the Browns had no luck, or they didn't have bad luck, they have no luck at all at this point uh, in their franchise. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe in curses either, but this does, this feels like a break. Now, who knows if it'll turn out as a break. Um, maybe they don't get anybody back and you just delay a loss for a couple of days. But I, I do think it was the right thing for the NFL to do. And while, they hadn't pro, while the league hadn't postponed any games this year, it did last year several times, right? It moved games around right. because of COVID. You know, there's the game with the Ravens and the Steelers that got moved a couple of different times. So there is precedent for this. And as we've seen across the league, it's not just with the Browns. There's been a huge spike in positive tests across the league this week. So if there's going to be a time to move games, this felt like the right time. There's been a lot of talk about you know Kevin Stefanski this season, and you know if the, the situation last year, everybody kind of felt confident, and, and with him kind of leading the team, even when he was out, you know during the playoff game, and there's been some question marks on him this year, and people are, aren't necessarily thrilled with him, maybe his play calling on the field, but how do you think he's handling this situation? Uh, again, you know he's dealing with issues himself, he's doing a lot of things virtually, but from you know the top standpoint as a leader, how's he doing during all this? I think, well, I think that's one of his strengths, which we saw last year, the even keel and keeping the focus on what matters. Even when they were scheduled to play Saturday, it was all, hey, we'll be ready, right? Next guy up, you know, I hate that cliche, but the focus was on that day and preparing that day to get ready for the game, whatever it is. So I think he's handled it well. Um, you know, I know from an offensive standpoint, it hasn't been as good as it was last year and he bears responsibility for at least part of that he's not right now he's still in the protocol so he's not going to be at the game maybe that changes between now and then obviously they won the playoff game like you mentioned without him but i think his leadership does show up in situations like this scott before that you go uh, i would say for the browns right now not knowing uh the quarterback situation uh i would say you know with nick chubb they're healthy uh i would say he, he would be the focus of the offense right now yeah, I would think so, too. You know, it's Nick Chubb, it's David Njoku came back from the COVID list on Thursday. You still have Donovan Peoples-Jones. You know, you go to the guys that you trust, and I don't think they trust anybody more than Nick Chubb. Now, the Raiders will know that, so I don't know if, you know, they're going to make it easy for you, but I do think um, the game plan has to start with Nick Chubb. 
All right, Scott, we'll go ahead and let you go here. Thanks so much for uh, everything that you do for us and being available for us when we need to talk. And uh, you and yours have a very Merry Christmas and uh, Happy Holidays. Hey, thanks a lot. Same to you guys. All right, Scott Patrick there. We'll let him go. And uh, great insight there, especially on the Raiders. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm I an NFL fan, of course, but uh, that that was uh, great stuff there on what the Raiders are dealing with. And uh, with the Browns, we don't know who's going to be quarterback on Monday. And uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Monday, 5 o'clock, they got to be ready to go. And it's a type of game that you just, you know, the Browns have struggled, you know, a lot this season. But you just kind of feel like they're going to find a way to win this game. How, I don't know. But you're going to find a way that, that they'll win. And, can, and really with a chance to be in first place in the division and, and certainly playoffs are still, you know, wide open. That's what makes this game so important that you want to have as many healthy players as possible. It's a big game uh, for the Browns. The rest of the season is, of course. But you just hope that they can find a way to get a, get a win. And, you know, who knows what, what's going on. I mean, you, all leagues are dealing with COVID, and it just seems like it, all of a sudden you blinked, and it's 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 back to kind of where it was, pandemic levels. And, you know, you know whatever reason that is, it just it is what it is at this point. And, okay, so you get through this week. Well, what is next week going to look like? And, and I guess you worry about that then. But, you know, I don't know. It's just it's very frustrating that how everything's kind of turned into, you know, you thought maybe we'd be past this and playing, you know, normal football, normal mm-hmm. sports seasons, and here we are in a situation that maybe it was even worse than last year. Yeah, and all, all the leagues are being affected right. by this. We mentioned that uh, the Cavs have, uh, what, Isaac Okoro oh, on, yeah. on the list, and they're playing a big game at Milwaukee tonight, uh, 9 o'clock tip-off here on WLKR tonight. Uh, uh, Anna DeCumbo is, is out, I believe. He's out, yeah. He's got some sort of, uh, I forget, injuries, so he's not playing, which, you know, a little bit, e- obviously a lot easier for, for, the, <laughs> for the Cavs uh, for, for that one, but you like to see Stars uh, play as well. And, you know, it's just, you know, the NBA has dealt with it. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, the Bulls had to, you know, postpone a couple games. Lakers went through it. I don't think too many people are feeling bad for the Lakers. Uh, but, yeah, just a lot, a lot of players. The, the Nets have been hit pretty hard here recently with it. So uh, it, it's just frustrating. And, of course, you got the Cavs with the All-Star game coming up in Cleveland here very soon. And, you know, with with the variant and with COVID levels where they are, you know, cold weather in Cleveland, you just hope that doesn't get affected too much. And, and, and there's a, a lot of things uh, – you know, you could worry about it all day and you can worry yourself to death, right? So let's take it day by day. But uh, there's some some future concerns uh, on the line here, and so not just with sports, but you know the country as a whole. Yeah, for sure. I hope everybody's safe out there for sure. And uh, let's get to our Domino's trivia question here to wrap things up. Well, we were talking some finals conference basketball earlier in the show, and uh, the West Reserve Rough Riders are in the midst of right now a, a four year in a row uh, winning the conference. A couple of those years they won outright. Um, so the last non-West Reserve team to win their finals conference. Uh, conference, boys conference outright. So other than Western Reserve, or last team besides Western Reserve to win the FC title outright was either A, New London, B, South Central, C, Plymouth, or D, Crestview. So the last non-West Reserve team to win the Finals Conference outright uh, in boys basketball was New London, South Central, Plymouth, or Crestview. In a hint, it happened in the 2016-2017 season. All right, folks, give us a call if you know that answer. You'll win yourself a free Domino's Pizza in Norwalk, 419-663-4953. Sandusky, 419-609-4953. Toll-free, 866-663-4953. We'll go ahead and go to the line here. You are on the locker room show. You know the answer? South Central. Ah, no. Thanks for trying. Uh, Not South Central. So you can take them off the list there, and we're down to three. So we'll take a short break here, folks. Come back and wrap up the show. You can give us a call during the break here, here on the Locker Room Show. 
It's Rob Reinhart, your host for Acoustic Cafe. On the next show, we're going to do all kinds of stuff. We're going to look at some brand new holiday music for 2021. Also, some of the best singles released this year. And we'll have our final in-studio guest, a pop pianist. His name is Alan Chappelle. That and more next time on Acoustic Cafe, where we play some music that you've heard, some that you haven't, that I think you'll enjoy, as well as rare recordings you probably haven't heard ever. Sunday mornings from 7 to 9 on 95.3 WLKR. The Morning Show with Melissa and Johnny S. Study shows that most children only play with a maximum of 20 toys. Yeah, most kids have favorite toys. So if it's something that hasn't been touched in a while, maybe it's time to let it go. Consider it, yeah. I wish I could do that. My kid, his memory is like a steel trap. It'll be three months from now. Where are my shark toys? Like, what shark toys? Like, my shark toys that I got for Christmas two years ago. Like They're back in the ocean, kid. (laughs) Every weekday morning from 6 to 10 on 95.3 WLKR. This is the point in the show where I usually think about what I'm going to eat afterwards. The Locker Room Show continues with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. I typically get a steak because I'm a man. And I tell you, if eating steak is manly, it is the only manly attribute I have. On 95.3 WLKR. I, I'm not, I know nothing about cars. I'm not handy. I can't fix things. Something breaks in our apartment. I just look at my wife like, we should call some more. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. All right, wrapping up the show here at 10 o'clock. Josh Bowman, Kevin Rasnick with you. The last show of the year here on the Locker Room Show. And the uh, answer, not South Central. We had two South Central calls. Nope, not South Central. And uh, we'll take, uh, we'll eliminate one more. So was it uh, New London or Plymouth? And we'll take uh, the call as we close out the show and go off the air. But the last non-conference, the last non-Western Reserve boys basketball team to win the conference outright, uh, it, it wasn't uh, South Central, it wasn't Plymouth, uh, was it New London, or was it Crestview? All right, folks. Again, 419-663-4953. Toll free, 866-663-4953. Want to thank all of our guests today. Scott Petrick, of course, Mark Lane of Ben Rhodes, Corey Santoro, and Brett Seidel. And uh, thanks to all the sponsors and thanks to you for listening. And uh, we'll be back in 2022. And uh, everybody have a safe and sound and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday Season. From uh, Kevin Rasnick and me, Josh Bowman, here on the Locker Room Show. Don't forget uh, some girls basketball this afternoon, 1245. Pre-game, 1 o'clock. Tip-off, St. Paul at Western Reserve. And then the Cavs tonight at 830 and 9 o'clock for tip-off. Have a good one, folks. We'll see you next year back here on the Locker Room Show. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Today's show has been brought to you by Westside Sunoco, Smiley Automotive, Stein Olson and Stang CPAs, Norwalk Heating and Air, Noble Sports and Trophies, the Law Offices of Harwood and Niedermeyer, the Huron County Veterans Service Office, Fisher Titus Medical Center, Firelands Federal Credit Union, the Village Drive-Thru in Milan. Bellevue Hospital, and Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering on 95.3 WLKR, the sports voice of the Firelands. Well, bye.